This episode of Cozy Conversations is brought to you by Closest Closet, an online and retail store in LaGrange, Illinois, whose mission is to extend the life of existing fashion, reduce the amount of clothing in landfills, and turn consumers into activists. Currently, 70 million trees are cut down each year for clothing. And get this, one full garbage truck full of textiles is being dumped in the ocean every second. These statistics are jarring. But the good news is, Closest Closet's mission is to reduce fashion waste. And when you become a member, you too are making a huge difference in the well-being of our planet. Now, for just $20 a month, members can turn their gently used, unwanted clothing into credits to shop for free online and in-store. With thousands of options to choose from, Closest Closet is overflowing with high-quality used threads. The best part? When you are ready to revamp the wardrobe, bring items back in good condition and swap them out for something new to you. Non-members can shop at highly discounted prices and local folks in need are encouraged to shop for free. When you become a member at Closest Closet, you are choosing to take action. So check out the Closest Closet at closestcloset.com and use code Sister Project Month and get your first month's membership for just a buck. Then tonight, sleep easy, knowing you've made a commitment to sustainable fashion. And thank you for giving a damn, because you should. Hello and welcome to our podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. I'm Lauren. And I'm Michelle. And we're so excited you stopped by for a visit. Come on in. Yeah, make yourself at home. We're two Midwestern sisters who love a good old-fashioned conversation and enjoy sharing our life experiences with one another and you. Consider this your one-stop shop for cozy, mindful well-being, along with some entertainment and lots of wheezy laughing. Oh, you bet there'll be a lot of that going around. (laughs) Our goal is to live our coziest life and inspire you to do the same because the truth is, we think it's good for your mind and your body. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, let's get cozy. Well, hey there. Ho there. Welcome to Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. I'm one sister, Lauren, joined by the other sister, Michelle. Yeah, and together we make one whole the sister right? project. Yeah, that's One, us, babes. That's us. Two. Meld together. The sister project. How you doing? I'm good. I'm better now. You're I was better in a now? real banger of a mood earlier. Oh, I could uh, feel it. And everything, you... everything was going wrong. I hate those days. Like every morning, like the, the, everything this morning was going wrong. My everything. Just and then you have to try hard on top of already trying hard to do mix, manage and control everything else, not losing your shit. So then you don't feel like a big douche later when everything's falling apart and you turn into a, you know, an angry person, which we've all been there because we have a threshold. And when you completely get banged on by things that aren't going right, your business partner screws something up or the kids crying or the, (laughs) you know, the uh, printer doesn't work. Oh, so much. Anthony's fault. Anthony's fault. It's, it bubbles up. It bubbles up. But you know what? I shook it off. I took a deep breath in. You did because you want to know why we're in showbiz and you know how the show must go on. The show must go on. And Even indeed the show is on. And yes, this is the second <laughs> recording of this episode. Nothing technically went wrong with the other episode. We just it didn't just like sucked. it. And we were not <laughs> vibing and it sucked and we will not put shit out for you to listen to. So welcome to the second recording of this episode. So happy to be here. I want you to know that Michelle is chowing down on my recipe. The oh. chalk, the pumpkin chocolate chip cookies. Listen, I'm going to put those in the show notes. These are some of the best fall cookies, easy as fuck to make. They make a, a billion. They yield a ton. Yeah, the, so it says yield a ton. Mm. Because you can make them smaller, bigger. They're so good. They're just pumpkin chocolate chip cookies. And it's that pumpkin puree that adds like the moistness. The sponginess. It's like yeah. a good spongy cookie. It's so good. Um, We've made them twice, Lauren, in the last two weeks. Because you, you make them, you eat them, and you want them again. Yeah. Um, I made this recipe up. I combined two recipes years ago. Um, and ever since then, I kind of created my own. So it's, in, it's on our blog. I'll link it. Um, but other than that, we've got a great cozy show for you guys today. Tis the season. Tis, Tis the season. The, season. the holidays are here. 
And we're so happy to have you here, home for the holidays, here at Cozy Conversations <laughs> with the Sister Project. You now, listen, Thanksgiving is merely an intermission to me. It's Christmas time already. So, right. um, well, it's Christmas time to you and every retailer on planet Earth. So, I, well, you're that's not annoying alone. because they were doing you're that before alone. Halloween. That pisses they me were. off. Well, they do. Yep, they do it all. It's just getting moved more further and further away from the actual date. Of it the is. Holiday. It's actually kind of so annoying. annoying. That's annoying. But, anyways, so let's not let's read something that's not annoying. We have a wonderful Can review. We? And I do apologize if we ever double read a review. I did a shitty job of keeping track of reviews. Are you doing a better job I'm now? Try, or are you just winging it? No, I'm trying to do a better job. Okay. So everyone just leave me alone. Okay. And Michelle, <laughs> take it away. Take it away. <laughs> I will. Uh, this review is written by Traveler26 and it's titled Midwest is Best. And to that, I say damn straight it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Listening to Michelle and Lauren is like eavesdropping on a conversation with my besties. I was born and raised in Chicago, but moved out of state years ago. This show gives me a weekly connection to home with current topics. Give them a listen and you will not be disappointed. You would have been disappointed if oh, you if we heard our other the first podcast one episode. That was complete garbage. But not so this one. Traveler 26. Traveler 26. Dying to hear from you. Where did you move to? Do you like it? What do, do you, you have the Four most? Seasons? Do you mm -hmm. have the Four Seasons? And what do you miss most about Chicago? Michelle, yeah, I know you don't like when I do this. What, what is your favorite thing about the city of Chicago? The city of Chicago. Chicago. Chicago I'll tell Chicago. you what. I will tell you what. Oh, you I, well, first of all, I know I'm going to go off a little bit here. First oh. of all, I love the the, the 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 dining restaurant options in the city. It's There's nothing like oh, it. You can literally go and eat around the world in one of the greatest cities in the world. So there's that. But I will tell you this. My favorite part of the city is being in the city during, are you ready? The holidays. There's just <laughs> something... There's something so nostalgic, even though we're in 2023, when I'm set there on the streets with the decorations, it takes me back to like Christmas vacation, mm -hmm, National mm -hmm. Lampoons, like 1980. I don't know what I just did bring. It feels like home during the holidays, yes. which it, it is, which it is, is. works out well. well. It does work out you well know? for you because it is yeah. home. Um, yeah, I you know. Know, this is a little different, but I, there's so many things I love about this great city that I get to call home myself. I'm technically living here. Michelle is in the suburbs, but yeah. But when no I'm out judgment. of town, I'm from Chicago. You know what? Again, no judgment. And I, and I don't you. care. But I what I love, for 20 years. when I come, that's a good point. <laughs> Michelle's getting stingy. Because <laughs> she lives in the suburbs. <laughs> but she says she lives in the city. But you know, Michelle, again, fair game. You, you're right. You spend a lot of time here. What I love about our city is when I fly back home from anywhere in the world that I am, and when you look out the window, you see that beautiful lake that can be mistaken oh. for an ocean mm -hmm. and our incredible skyline. And from above, it is breathtaking. And like you kind of said, it always reminds me that this is home. This is yeah. where I live. And it's it's a beautiful city. There's some fucked up shit about it. Um, there's a lot of things that need work. There's a lot of things that are so breathtaking. And I'm happy to call Chicago. Yeah, heck yeah. It's Nikasa. one of the greatest cities in the world. 100% it love it. It totally is. All right, you guys, with that, um, we hope that you enjoy this cozy conversation. Sit back or go for a walk. Share us with your friends. Leave us a review. We love you. We love you. Stay cozy. And we're back. And we're yeah, back. Welcome. welcome to Cozy Conversations, you guys. Michelle and I have recorded a whole episode prior to this. Take two. And about 50 minutes in, but I felt it at about 32 minutes in. I felt that it was too just disjointed. Michelle and I weren't vibing. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing worse than when you're having a fucking conversation that you want to entertain people with, inspire people with, educate people with make them feel cozy. And if it doesn't feel that way coming from the person who's doing it, then no, you, say, yeah. Can you take your voodoo doll. Cause I have a voodoo doll here, you guys in my hand, my friend Maggie brought this back from New Orleans. It's a voodoo doll for encouragement. So no black magic here. And I'm going to beat you from across the airways. With Michelle. I'm beating, no, I'm beating the bad vibes and the, the, um, we're bringing that, not, not that you're having bad vibes, my turn, but I'm just getting out any residual. Oh my bullshit God, from you're the really last, hitting. 
Listen, I well, listen. We had a rough morning. What this is for I, that's what it was. We, I had a rough we, morning, and we, it trickled into my cozy convo. Well, and I, I will mean, have none of that. Yeah, no. And you know what? Good for us for recognizing that we aren't putting out the best product for our listener because at the end of the day, that's what we want to do. So here we are. So here Bad we vibes gone. are. Bad vibes gone. Toxic only. positivity from here on out. <laughs> the world is falling apart, you guys. But, but thank we're God you're amazing. <laughs> But we're just sticking through it. I mean, the world is falling apart, but that's why hopefully people tune into our podcast so that they have like a respite from the the dumpster fire, the the dumpster fire. You know, Michelle and I have a whole podcast that we want to share with you guys. We want to talk about what we want to talk about today. We're going to talk about the health benefit of birding. And that's what I think we should jump right into. Can we please? Yeah, we're going to jump right talk into about the health benefits of negating birding. the bad. Let's yeah, go let's birding. Get, let's, go, let's go birding. Let's because here's the deal, you guys. If you don't know this already, let's take a walk. If you don't know this already, birding is super good for your mind, your body, your brain and your your soul. Um, Michelle text messaged me the other day and she's like, yo, what's up? I'm like, Hey, what's up? She's like, I've got a topic for us. Lauren Petty, who was a former classmate of Michelle's grade school and high school. Yeah. All the way way through 12th grade. Hello, Petty ladies. I know some of you guys tune in. Thanks for getting cozy. But Michelle said that Lauren Petty, she is the wellness and health correspondent for NBC news here in Chicago channel five. And she shared with you, Michelle, or her viewers, including you, some health benefits of birding. So many. So like, what are the top three? Like what I are mean, we looking at? Well, top three, boost your mood and your memory. All right. That's number one. As soon as, <laughs> as soon as I heard boost your mood and your memory, I was like, well, I need to get out more. Um, and Lauren, you and I you talk get about out it. all the time. You're very good at birding. But according to Lauren, you, two hours a minimum a week, a week. is re, like is like recommended. where you're going to reap some of the benefits yes. from your birding. And it's not just the birding. It's about getting outside. It's about getting into green space, getting into nature. We all know this. These are mood. These have mood boosting elements. And exercise. There's obviously physical yes. exercise there. There's so a that's combination. Why, yeah. And they say when you're walking, and I've had to change this about myself. Like when you're walking, you need to walk fast enough that your heart rate goes up to actually again reap the benefits of outdoor walking. Mm-hmm. So now while you're trying to catch birds, you want to amp up the speed a little bit. And when you see one, just stop. And Mm -hmm. And what do we always say? Slow down. Slow down. And then what you're doing is you're slowing your brain down from all the other bullshit and chatter. You're observing the bird. I was on a walk with my friend Devin not long ago, and there was a cardinal. Now, both of our moms are dead. So we were kind of like, whose mom is it, right? Like, which mom is visiting us? And then we decided that it was just like a joint universal visit from, you know, another spirit. And this bird was like doing freaking somersaults in the air. Like it was dancing for us. Putting on a show. It was putting on a show. It was saying, stop and and take a moment. And we did. And it was such, and not only that, I'll tell you what though, if you bird with other people, there's that social and that social and emotional connection you have with another person. And there's nothing more you're hitting fun each other and you're like, oh my God, look. Sharing in the excitement of, did you see that? Or wait, where is it? And then trying to map it out. No, I absolutely. The other amazing thing about birding, Lauren, is yeah. it does not discriminate. And you can be any age to enjoy this lovely outdoor hobby. Um, I like to say that for folks that maybe struggle with mobility and such, you can also bring birding to your backyard with some simple addition of bird feeders, a bird bath, what have there's you. The, there are some of those bird. Okay, so there's two things then in regards to that. If you do this at your home, there are the bird feeders like you have that you put on your window. So that birds will just pop in. But the other thing, and my friend Casey has this, is a bird like camera. And I want those, so Michelle, bad. you need to put that on your wish list for Christmas. I want because you so the the close up videos of these birds like cracking seeds and fighting with the and looking in the camera. <laughs> the thing with me is the squirrel problem. I, I do think that birding in the forest preserve is a little bit more enjoyable because half the time well, I'm envisioning myself with a BB gun. Going Uh out and blowing away some of those uh, (laughs) problematic, very hungry little squirrels. Goodness. Um, I want, yep, go ahead. 
Um, modern technology, guys, yeah. has made birding a much more enjoyable uh, practice. You guys, thanks to fun apps like Autobahn and um, the Merlin, Merlin app, yeah. you're able to figure out what you're looking at based on color description. But also, if you hear a tweet or a chirp and you're like, hey, what is that? You can use those apps. It's like Shazam. Exactly. It's Shazam for it's birding. It's Shazam for birding. Which Shazam, is if you don't fun. know Shazam, like if you're out at a store or whatever, a restaurant, you hear a song playing or at your friend's house, open up, you get the Shazam app and you press like, you press down the button and Shazam will pick up the song that you're listening to. And much like that, these apps will yes. pick up the sound of the bird yes. you're hearing far off yes. in the distance. That's freaking cool. You know, Anthony and I and Luna went on a really great walk in Riverside. My friend Val, who lives out there, she is a birder out in Riverside. And I didn't know that this was a thing, but there's Riverside is in a location called the Mississippi Flyway. Hmm. And I, apparently it's where they, it's this area just welcomes dozens of migrato migratory birds throughout this area. And there's a lot of birds, there are species that are there all year round, but it's a protected space. In 2020, actually, Riverside was declared an important des designated bird area. So for birders in the western suburbs of Chicago or, you know, in the area, take a ride. The trick is to park at the library and then just walk around. And you feel like, you don't feel like you're looking up for birds. You feel like you are one with the birds. They are swooping all around you. They're everywhere, everywhere. We are definitely going to add that to our bird watching hit list. Um, Michelle, it's so you close to my house. I don't know why we just don't go east and check that out more often. It's phenomenal. We were getting hit up by um, woodpeckers, cardinals, really beautiful. Michelle, um, you mentioned that there's a Facebook group called the Illinois Birding Network. Yes. And you were also saying in the last podcast that we just deleted, because we want our listeners to be pleased with our work, that if you have a bucket list bird you want to see, you can kind of get like notifications Yeah, there. like people are sharing, you know, like where certain birds are migrating or hanging out. So if you're like, yeah, I want to see that blah -bitty blah warbler, well, guess what? If you go to the Desplaines River, you know, on Saturday Saturday afternoon, you might just get you your sighting. That. It's just a, that is a fun social air network to go and see what other fellow bird enthusiasts are seeing. Yeah. And, you know, there are those memes right now that are viral. And it's basically like, you know, one day you're 20 doing shots at the club, or the next day you're 40 mm. sipping on hot coffee, birding from your porch. So relatable. Totally me. I actually I am those, here those memes. for it. Mm hmm. Anthony mm, wants to go out for drinks on Saturday to go see like this, um, like kind of like burlesque show at this cool like speakeasy called The Drifter. It's on Saturday, and he asked me to do this on Monday, and I was like, I'm tired. I'm already tired. I'm I don't birding. know if I can. I don't know if I can get to Saturday and not still be tired yet. So that's okay. Amazing. <laughs> can we just say, you know, like how like you know, like when you're not in the headspace, whatever the future plan is in yes. that moment, when you're like, yeah. you know what, I'm going to tell you right now that on Saturday I'm not doing that. But then a couple of days go by and you're like, I'm in a different space now. I yeah, I might be there, but it's one of those ticketed events. We've got to get tickets, so it's like a commitment. You know, it's not like we're just walking up to the bar. But Michelle, speaking of sharing, because you were talking about like sharing. Um, yeah, things. You no, know, birds and whatnot. You have influenced me. And I want to tell you um, that the other day when I was at Michelle's house, we were making some content for the new sauces for McDonald's, the mambo sauce and the sweet and sour jam. By the way, the mambo is my preferred. And uh, I know that you... Well, like I really... I wasn't my prefer my preference when I did not sample it without a fry, but this so last time good. you sampled it with a fry and I was like, yeah, I can get behind the mom. So good. Mm -hmm. But while I was at Michelle's house, she had this, you know, basic but nice looking white t-shirt on, like crew neck... Plain as white basic, tea. As basic plain white tee. Local tees. band. Local band as well. You know, I used to hang out with the plain white tees. You did? Uh, a friend of mine hey was friends there, with them. Lila, that song, right? In fact, my friend introduced the somebody who wrote that song to Delilah. Delilah. Different Delilah. And we're going to talk about her in another episode because she... I don't care. I'll talk about it right now. You guys, I can't wait for the 93.9 .9 light switch to be flipped so I can listen to Christmas carols from this moment on until December 25th. Does that start on October 31st? No, Do it starts on November Delilah? 2nd for me because... Oh, no, it starts on November 1st, I believe, for... nine. So 93.9 .9 FM is a local radio station here in Chicago. 
I know people listening that moved from Chicago are like, oh my God, Delilah. I mean, Delilah's got to be a hundred at this point. You know, how old is Delilah? She was, I mean, Michelle, let's hear you do it. Delilah. Oh, that was not good. I feel that wasn't good. Delilah. No, it needs to be deeper. No, that's too low. I'm going to try. Delilah. That was really good. (laughs) Delilah. That was good. Do it again. For me? Yeah. <clears throat> Delilah. Well, nerves got to her, guys. Nerves got to her. <laughs> all in my head. All in my head. Air. Delilah. Oh, no, okay. see, are you British? Isn't that so funny how when you mm-hmm. sing, like, I was like, how am I going to open my throat for that one? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Delilah. Delilah. Well, you know what? We're done. Because we're we done. I'm sorry, guys. I know they were like, and fuck and, you guys. Okay, so we're done. Anyways, back to the plain white tees. Yes, I had gone to some concerts with them. And back in college, you know, I back in college wanted to be part of the band. Now you are actually in one. So I'm kind of like with the band. You are. Kind I of. back in the day. And still, I know in my former life, I was either a band manager. I wasn't a roadie. I mean, maybe I was, but I legit. Were you a band aid? Did you go bang? Any, made, no, I, I think singers? I was like part of the business aspect of like rock and roll bands. Like I was like, like when guys, they'd be like trash in hotels and I was the fucking fixer up or I was the one coming in, apologizing to management, being like, I am so sorry. I had a rowdy crew right here. And they're like, well, I actually just slammed his head against the Jack Daniels bottle. Now I'm in the hospital with him, you know, talking to, you know, Rolling Stone magazine about Axel losing his shit at the well, local see, Marriott. I see you writing. See, I see you as like the journalist writing, covering the bands. Like, like you almost write, famous. Right? Yeah. What a good movie. Oh, great movie. What a good movie. Great So soundtrack. what were we talking about? Plain white tees. So plain white tees. <laughs> if you're tuning into YouTube right now, you will see that I am in fact wearing a plain white tee. Michelle had this exact one on. It's by Viori. And which is a brand that I love. Their clothes are like butter. Butter soft. Um, yeah, they're really, they they age well, they wash well. And I have, you know, for the past however many years of my life, I've been p- paying $12 for a white t-shirt that disintegrates after a wash or two. And I'm mm-hmm. tired of it. I'm done with it. We had Danielle Osborne on here to talk about sustainability. And I know I probably should have thrifted a white t-shirt. I tried doing that. I didn't find one. So I went and bought one for 60 bucks that I will have for years now. Years and it's a plain white tee. There's nothing trendy about this. Yeah, no, it goes with everything. Everything from yoga pants. You could style it up, style it down, work out, walk, do it's your thing. It's a nice, nice mm-hmm. shirt. So yeah, um, that's my show and tell for today. And then Michelle and I have a collective show and tell that we would like to share with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, because guess what, bitches? It's candle burning season. That's right. And it's we are... Season candle entrepreneurs we're candle merchants oh that's right michelle (laughs) prefers the word merchant so we wanted to give you guys a little dl the down low on oh whoa (laughs) michelle (laughs) youtubers can see this but listeners can't michelle's just holding these our beautiful vessel candles i'll showcase them and yeah at the right height of her beautiful breasts michelle has the best boobs in like of all my friends and family michelle just has the prettiest boobies and right now they are being adorned Thanks, by our they are, they are you've got great cleavage by our beautiful candles so michelle is holding here the huga gold vessel candle that is fraser fir hints of palo santo and moss all of our candles come with a wood crackling wick so you know what that means you guys it crackles so if you're at your office and you're working during the holiday season, all bah humbugging because you're still working and your friends are, you know, happy hour, having a mauled wine and you're just, just dying to, you know, meet up with them. At least your crackling candle that you got from the sister project is giving you the holiday vibes, the cozy mm-hmm. winter vibes. So that was the Huga candle. We also have the harvest candle, which in my opinion, you can burn harvest until like November 23rd, which is, I believe this year, Thanksgiving. And the harvest candle is apple, harvest apple, pumpkin spice with just a dash of cinnamon. There you go. There There you go. And um, all of our candles are soy and um, coconut wax blend. They are locally hand poured, you guys. So listen, these things aren't getting busted out in some far off land. A very nice woman by the name of Jen. Jen Larkin over at the Paper Peony in Downers Grove. Give her a visit this holiday season. In fact, I think she might even have some of our candles there. She uses her two hands and pours them 
pours the freaking wax into the vessel. So yeah. you tell me, do you want to give someone an Amazon doodad for hol- for the holiday season? Or do you want to give them a cozy as fuck holiday candle from the Sister Project where you will be supporting a small business and your favorite podcasters, me, yours truly, and Michelle, my sister from the same mister. Michelle, thank you for showcasing our candles. You guys, the link is in our bio. Makes for a great hostess gift. And as Michelle says, this is not the kind of candle you'd give an asshole. Exactly. (laughs) You can go ahead and give them a Glade candle. If you love them. (laughs) You give them a cozy AF candle. It is the holiday season, Michelle, and I just, I started shopping. Oh, we, so we're saying it? Listen, so we are it saying it. I know I'm trying to stay with you here. I thought stay we with weren't, me. but no, now just we are. Go with it's my the holiday vibe. season. And whoop-dee-doo. And tickety-tock. And how does it go? I love that song. You know what? Yesterday, Michelle and I took a stroll with our friend through a crane barrel, and we, crane barrels, I mean, it's not even, you guys, Halloween doesn't exist, okay? there. It's just, it's legit. It's Christmas. It's the holiday season. Season. And Michelle started singing, Have a holly jolly. jolly I Christmas. love it. That's one of my and favorite. People were like, Fuck you, get out oh, of here. I know, I like, know. No. But the vibe is strong in Crate and Barrel. Oh, and I was getting day, lots of tablescape inspo from Crate and Barrel. I was so getting many lots different of ideas. Gift ideas. Mm. Here's my deal I'm going easier this year and I'm doing things in bulk. If I like something, welcome I'm, to motherhood. <laughs> you know, is that it? Is that what's happening to me? <laughs> Yep. That's fine. And I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to be the smart no, Christmas. That's, because last this year, is the evolution this of is great, but I like it because I'm like getting sm- like, I'm smart. Listen, my timing is different. The, 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 everything's different. So I'm like, this is, this is how I feel like, and you know what I love? Those beautiful Christmas tree wax candles. Speaking of candles, the trees that are shaped, the candles that are shaped. Do you like the, burn them? No, I, would I never just use them as decor. It. Okay, no, yeah. And I just add, uh, my mantelpiece for the holiday season is our collected Christmas trees from all over the place, whether they're gifts. So I would just add that. It's just such a good gift with a little box of chocolate and call it a motherfucking day. Michelle, have you, I did two, well, I have a question, I have a question first. Have you started Christmas shopping? I have actually. I've procured a couple of things. I've procured a couple stocking stuffers i have a little something for luna already that we picked out yeah 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 not much but i do what i have what i have done is i have been paying attention listening to people seeing what people need and such and i have a running list on my notes in my phone and i'm about ready to go to our gift app that we talk about every year gift so i just pulled it up michelle you guys Mm -hmm. I'll, i'll link it it's called the gift list. And this will help you keep a budget, have a budget and keep track of your presence. So Michelle, you're about to transfer all of these things to your gift list. Yes. Amazing. And I think that's something that I'm going to do different this year. And I haven't discussed this with Ryan, but I'm going to, um, is having some fun. Like I kind of feel like I've always carried like the, just the responsibility of doing the shopping. Ryan and I will do a little bit of it together, but this year I want to have fun with him doing it. So like maybe going out every weekend and picking off a gift I starting like this. this weekend. You know what Getting I'm saying? Clear, you're going to get I'm, Mary. Exactly. You're gonna I'm get, going, maybe, oh, I'm going to get Mary. I'm like, get Mary, Mary. who's that? I'm, get, I'm, I'm feeling Jolly Mary. and Mary. And I'm what you can it. do is like go get a mulled wine. Somewhere. You just want to yeah. really embrace the coziness of the holiday season. Well done. Well done. You yeah, know what man. I did? When you introduced the Rocket app to me however many months ago, like a year you got ago, your Christmas I did a Christmas. I, st- I started Same. a whole savings account just for Christmas list or Christmas presents and shopping. And every week, a certain amount of money goes yep. in there. And it's I love so it. It's so great. It's so love great. It too. Love yeah, it you know, too. we've mentioned so many apps today like different apps on our phone. And it's really amazing. How did we survive doing fucking anything? Before well, I app? just saw a hilarious <laughs> meme of, it was like, you know, back in the olden days, we would get instructions on a piece of paper with a final destination. And then we would oh, just like pray. And then we would just pray. Like I think back to some of the routes and the instructions <laughs> and the little notes, people were like, now make sure if you go past the gas station with the broken down sign, you've gone too far on the scary I'm country like, town that I don't even know where I am. But you know what was nice about that back in the days is that if you were lost, you had to stop and actually talk to somebody and ask somebody like, Hey, 
I'm lost. I actually did that when I was on a road trip recently. Um, I actually was by myself and I wanted to go. I was looking for something. And I mean, I don't go on a lot of road trips by myself, but I was actually driving back from Michigan and I stopped at Chesterton, Indiana, because I wanted to see what the little town was like. And I was alone. I was like, I can just be alone. And I didn't know where I was. And I stopped two women who were walking. I was like, hi, I'm, I'm not from here. Is there like a little town of Chesterton? And they stopped what they were doing, came closer to the car, kept pointing things out. I'm like, oh. and gave me one of those, if you've gone this far, you've gone too yeah. far. And I was like, this is, I miss that about the olden days. I know. I feel like now you wouldn't even be able to a lot get because folks are so used to using their maps and their, their, you know, locations yeah, and, and stuff. You there. People don't know. And don't it's also, it's not good for their, their, it's not good for our brains. Like there are actually groups of older folks out there that are gathering together and they're doing like these map hunts just for like the benefit hunts. of cognitive cognitive benefits. Michelle, that is brilliant. And I love that. I mean, it's sometimes like, it's so easy to put on your Waze app and just know the time to be somewhere. But there is something to be said for turning that off. If you're not stuck on time and you don't need to be somewhere to like engage your brain because there are benefits to still using that. Well, also, and something else. That being your brain. (laughs) To using that, being your noodle. Yep. But Michelle, Another good point that our friend and life coach and business coach Aviva has helped us with is that doing things like that on a smaller scale. So if you take away home all the time, say from when you go get your kids and every day you go the same way, creating neural pathways and cognitive like lubrication, going different ways and taking different ways home. And I do that a lot now. I've gotten more into the habit of doing that. And it is fun. And it is a little like exciting. You're like, okay, Mm -hmm. I don't usually go this way. Yeah, it's great. All right. And now let's hear a word from our sponsor. This podcast is sponsored by CHT Orthodontics. When I was 15 years old, a boy I was crushing on told me his big brother thought I was cute. My awkward self was overjoyed. I thought, finally, someone thinks I'm cute. His brother's exact words were, your little friend with the buck teeth, Drew's cute. The only two words I heard in that statement were buck and teeth. And in an instant, my heart sank. Not to worry, after nine full teeth and a couple of years of braces, bands, and headgear, my self-esteem was reinstated. Those braces changed my life and turned my biggest insecurity into my greatest asset. I've smiled with confidence ever since. This is why I am so excited about our sponsor, CHT Orthodontics, located right here in downtown Hinsdale, Illinois, where their mission is to help their patients to achieve their own dream smile. From braces tailored for children and adolescents to Invisalign solutions for adults and teenagers, CHT's goal is to make the journey easy and fun and ultimately help their patients obtain the confidence and happiness that comes with a beautiful smile. CHT's friendly team provides a welcoming environment that makes you feel right at home. You'll love it there. Dr. Carey and Dr. Ami pride themselves on being the top choice for braces and Invisalign in the Western suburbs. Personally, CHT is my family's top choice for braces for both of my kids. The staff is warm, the office is hip, and my kids are just months away from achieving the smile of their own dreams. Go to www.chtortho.com and schedule your appointment today. Stay cozy and smile. And now back to our cozy conversation. So from mapping... So what are we, where are we going? Watching and listening oh. to a lightning round, if you will, of shit that we are, c- content that we are consuming. So either so you don't, have, don't to, have to, or if you like the sound of it, join us. So Michelle, let's kick things off right now because last episode, we debuted this book. We talked about A Little Life by Hanya Yanigahara. Thank you so that's much That's really for rolling off my name. tongue now. It's a beautiful name. Mm-hmm. Michelle, you have started it. I have yes. an examined it's terrible reading moment in my life. I just, everything I soon. start, I stop. But tell me, how are you liking? You said you are about 10% through, which is not I'm a lot. 10% through. No, I'm not. I'm about 70 pages in. Are you not crying? I, I've not sobbed, but I'm emotionally um, invested. invested into these characters. Connected. And I'm starting to get 
understand more of their backgrounds and where they've come from. Mm. Um, I am feeling the pull to neglect all of my important things oh, in life, my work, my book. family. Yeah. Your so, family. Yeah, it's, it, everything. It's drawing me to guys, read. Last night, Michelle was like, um, I'm in my bed, like bed rotting, and I need to do our newsletter. Yep. Um, and by the way, if you guys are not signing up for our newsletter, you want it because so all the shit that we're talking about right here too, we regurgitate it and then some, trust me, including a recipe of the week of our own. Um, we put all of our links and stuff also in our show notes, as well as in our newsletter. So we will link that sign up for it. Okay, you guys. Um, Michelle, would you recommend it yet to readers? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, it's just, it's just, uh, it's a reminder that we all come, we all have a history, we all have families, we all have life experience that bring us to a point where we are the way, why we are the way we are, but also these, it's about four dudes that are moving in their early adulthood into life, trying to figure out their path. And um, I'm just reading and watching this unfold. And there is some heaviness. There is some deep stuff there, yeah, but some trauma it, stuff. it is, it's, it's worth the read. Yeah. I would like, say. Um, people on TikTok are doing live reading sessions. Like they Which are is, literally the cameras just on them while they read this book and while they weep. So I, I hear something to this. Um, and I wanted to say too, I typically don't read storylines that are centered around males. I definitely read more about female Same. experiences. So I'm really interested to, you know, learn more about what it is to navigate life as a post-college or post-graduate mm -hmm. um, male mm -hmm. figure in life. Yeah. It's, um, it's definitely different than what us gals would be doing. Interesting. Okay. I mean, just, it's just, a they're dudes. It's you totally know? different. Yeah, you're right. And they're um, creatives. It's good. It's good. So before I get into a little life myself, you guys, Michelle, um, she sent me a copy and herself a copy of Britney Spears's memoir that just came out about a week ago on October 21st. Firth. Firth. Colin Firth. Remember him? Great actor. Colin Firth. Colin Firth. Is he from Love Actually? Yes. He was the one that fell in love with the... Was she Brazil, Portuguese? And you look like her. I always think that you look like... She's, the, that was she's such so a cute sweet. Oh that was God. a cute love scene or like a, 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 really, a love interest. Um, Colin Firth. So yeah, on October 24th, Brittany's um, biography, autobiography came out, which we are going to read. You guys are welcome to grab a copy and read it with us. Or you cannot read it and we will deliver the tea. We're gonna pour it all out. I just feel like we really do. We have to, you know? Oh, I like, want to. We, we owe it to her. Listen, and I want to I wanna, hear. I want to hear her side of the story. Say. Yes, absolutely. So you guys, we will report back. I'm hearing that Justin isn't super thrilled about With the her, book. Well, Michelle, would you be if someone was... I mean, listen, and I'm not... I'm, I'm, I mean... She's talking about the size of his penis. I think that's probably the part he's most I mean, upset about. I wouldn't be really happy if someone's like, Lauren's got, you know, big nipples and they're big and pink. Well, now all the audience. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, no one needs to like, that's me. I'm talking about my own body. But like, if someone was like talking about my body, I don't know. Yeah, I think that there's like got to be a line. You know, listen, when you're a celeb or you have raised a star or you're an icon. Michelle, and lines whole, that are drawn don't sell books. You're okay. right. And Brittany might need a couple bucks. <laughs> we don't know. Bless Brittany. Oh my God. Remember that whole campaign, Leave Brittany Alone? Well, now yeah. everyone wants well, to read. She, I know, and which that apparently she, that meant a lot to her. So we're going to find oh, out she all reads about, about it. She talks about that. Yeah, she talks about the like whole Save Britney yeah. campaign when her, yeah, she said that I think that this is a, we're going to wait until okay, we Okay, we'll wait. Yep, let's pause. Pump the brakes. Um, Let's go into what we're watching, you guys. I did go to the theater. I went to go see A Haunting in Venice. It's kind of like a good old-fashioned Agatha Christie whodunit. It is super like Halloween-y and vibey. It's good. It's worth seeing at home. Pop some popcorn. Chill out. I think kids can watch it too. Like your aged kids, Michelle. It's just a good... Okay. It's a cozy... Even though Halloween's done, it's a good movie to watch this time of the year as we shift into holiday mode. Okay? So A Haunting in Venice. Um, I give it like a... I give it like a B... B? Okay. A solid B. Worth okay. watching. Okay. So we are going to roll into um, something that Michelle yes. and I both listened to. We both listened to a podcast episode by Joe Piazza. That is her name. That is the host. And her podcast is called Under the Influence. And the episode that we listened to is called Is Lex Delarosa Hashtag Trad Wife Account 
satire or is it real? And Lex Della Rosa is a TikTok content creator, um, social media. I'm sure she's on Instagram as well. She basically has, um, she has created an account on her life being a quote trad wife. And let me tell you guys what a trad yeah, wife is so that we can pop into this. So I'm going to literally read this definition from Wikipedia. A trad wife um, in recent Western, it's a tradition, meaning a traditional wife or traditional housewife in recent Western culture typically denotes a woman who believes in and practices traditional sex roles and marriages. So traditional marriages. Many trad wives believe they do not sacrifice human, uh, sorry, women's rights by choosing to take a submissive homemaking role within their marriage. Some may choose to leave their careers to focus instead on meeting the family's needs in their home. And first of all, if you are able to leave your career and do that, well, then you, that's great. Not everyone gets that. That's your... Most households have two working people now. Now, here's the problem, and here's what's triggering people, is that this hashtag term trad wife, um, as you, as I read here, talks about um, believing in these traditional roles. And there is a little bit of um, confusion over what does a traditional wife look like? Because the 1950s, of course, we had like this, like, like this creation of like the Donna Reed with the skirts, the homemaker and whatnot. And I think that over the years we have had um, voices be heard that we want to kind of knock down those stereotypes of what a housewife or wife looks like and what gender roles um, are. And we need to knock some of those down. So there's more equity within the home um, and outside of the home, of course. So this woman, um, Lex Della Rosa, she, I personally think her content is very set. Is it sat, sat, sat? satirical? Yeah, that's the word satirical. Um, thank you. Because it's very done up. It's very done up. She's wearing a beautiful puffy dress that Joe Piazza calls princess dresses every day. Her hair is done perfectly. Her eye makeup is done perfectly. She's smiling as she's pouring the baking soda into her, her big bowl of, you know, yeah. baking, you know, ingredients and every day. And then she goes on to say like, oh, today I'm going to homeschool my 31 month old baby. And then um, take my 45 month old baby to daycare, you know, to, to the playground. So there's a lot of laughs and triggering being done there because she's, you know, there was that whole, like, you know, how do you say the age of your baby? And she's just using we, this to just, amp this up. Can we touch on that for just one second? She's, I don't want to. She's fucking around. I think she's. But full why on. do people say that months at once you go well, beyond actually, a year? I know. Okay. So my friend Jessica and I just had this conversation and Jessica thinks it's because of the clothing size because she's like, because it's true. Now that I'm looking, it goes up to 18 yeah. months and then it goes to 2T. Mm-hmm. I mean, if and someone asks me how old Luna is, I'm I am saying she's 16 months, but in my head I'm thinking she's fucking one years old. Mm-hmm. She's one years old, and I'm kind of trying to, you know. But I think that has something to do so with maybe, it. Okay, clothing okay. size. But I guess people are yeah, just kidding. I think so. Basically, what's happening now is that there's this whole set of content about these trad wives, and. What this woman is doing is, I, in my opinion, kind of for fun, she's getting a ton of engagement and she has admitted that even having like haters come on her podcast or her platform and type her comments that she kind of plays with and makes more um, content based on it. Yeah, she, she it, said it basically engagement, engagement, good or bad, is, yes. is good. And she's also monetizing her platform, which in a traditional, if you look at like these trad wives, like way of life, the men bring home they go work and the women stay home and they don't, they, they, it's like a choice. Like I, I, it's not my place in the world to bring home money for my family. And this woman, Lex, she is bringing home money. She is actually making a really lovely income um, by monetizing her trad wife content. So it's kind of hypocritical in a way because yeah, it's that's there's a little bit of humor in my, I find that also to be funny and cheeky in her end. But Michelle, I think that the people, I think that there is actually some content that's coming out from this trad wife 
way of life. From her particular specifically? Not her, no other ones that are like legit and hardcore. And it talks a lot about like there, it's about being submissive. I want to, let's talk more about that because your Wikipedia definition, I was fine with everything until we get to the submissive part. Yeah, there's, what is that That means it's like I'm all of my choices and how I look and how I behave is to make my man happy. Um, and in return, there are men that want that men that want their women to dress how they want them to dress, which is usually done up, um, little booby, you know, like booby cleavage, like looking kind of sexy, but in their like 1950s houseware outfits, um, they make all of the that financial decisions. The men, same, all the men make all Wanna of the financial decisions. The women have no um, idea about the financial situations in their home. And maybe there are some people out there that this is just how they live their lives. Um, and it is what it is. But in this particular realm of social media, trad wives are basically subservient to men. And for me personally, I hate nothing more than that messaging. And I will be the first to say it. And I'll say it loud and clear that I think that we want, you know, women should have autonomy. Listen, if we are going to sit here and talk about within the home of being subservient to men, then we are falling into this trap where then we should be subservient to men outside of the home too. And what we personally, right. (laughs) Exactly. I'm like, listen, we always, there's a joke out there. Like, why are a bunch of white men making decisions on what I can and can't do with my body legally? You know, like the the government legislation. And imagine that living under a roof like that. Like to me, honestly, do what you want to fucking do. If you want to be a trad wife, but are trad wives typically, are they all ages or are these younger? No, they're all ages. and okay. they, and it is across race too. There are black trad wives. There are white. There are from all over the country. I was deep in TikTok and trad wife hashtag last night doing some research, and um, there was some other funny content. And I just I think that ultra feminists and people get really pissed off and triggered by this because we have had to fight so hard for so long for you know, equality within a lot of different places. And then just to kind of feel like you're, you're going to voluntarily strip yourself of that pisses people off. And you know what Mm. I have to say to that? If you're going to spend your time being pissed off over what a content creator is creating. That's I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm like, you know what? Everybody's welcome to social media where everybody films and shares how they push out a turd. Okay. To the kind of dial baker they are. I mean, if you could spend every minute of every day going and looking at people's content and being triggered by every other thing, I say, if you, I, I agree. Okay. I, I agree with the idea that taking steps back and this sort of messaging to young girls who we want to inspire empower to, them, we want them to be able to make them decisions. to stand on their own feet yes. and cre- have careers and do all of whatever they want yeah. really without having to answer to anybody. Right. And I also get that. be independent. And, you know, I think there's another part of this where it's like, there's this kind of like, you know, women are meant to be mothers and only meant to be in the house. And that's also, that's not what everybody also wants. So there is messaging that is annoying and frustrating, but at the same time, use your own voice and share your empowerment, your message of empowerment to the young ones, to the other ones. I don't know. And listen, I have no problem. Listen, mom was a, our mom was a stay at home mom until we got older. And then she went and go, went to work at a, a florist at a shop and um, she was a great stay-at-home mom. She, we all, you know, we came home. There were always Rice Krispies made, dinner. You know, she forgot about me once at the soccer field. I get mm-hmm. it. You had five kids. It's not like there's not a lot of responsibility being a stay-at-home mom. That is fucking mm-hmm. work. And I, I know, think and I feel like maybe these stuff, trad wives need to put like a, you know, like a, an annual income on that. That's what maybe I was get compensated all, for it. All stay-at-home moms, I, there should be some sort of income. I, it, it's mind-boggling, but here we are again, just saying I want, like, I will work for free. I want to be a trad wife. You know, it's a bunch of fucking... I just want to follow some of these trad wives to the end, and I want to see how their um like relationship uh, how and their, their marriages and everything works out at the end because you know there's only we'll I do think that yeah. you know like there you can only feel stifled and controlled 
and um, yes, uh, for so long. Two for so long. I think for some, this is a lifelong thing. God bless, bless to you, seriously. But I would be curious to see what um, percentage of these trad wives' husbands step out on their marriage or decide that they don't want to be a part of this family, or find out and, that the the that the husbands got you know like the Madonna and the whore kind of situation. So like, it's like I got my little, my sweet, innocent wife at home, but maybe I'm doing something naughty on the outside. Yeah, which, it's like it's, sorry, but like you see that a lot. Like, it, it's like a those cautionary tale. Yes. So and common. I am here for breaking down gender roles. I think that again, equity within the household, it helps that it's not like the wife is supposed to be doing this or a man. And trust me, within my own home, Anthony does certain things that I want nothing to fucking do with. And mm-hmm. I just think that he doesn't have anything to do with I maybe mm-hmm. a traditional gender role is the grocery shopper. That's me. I think that is mm-hmm. more kind of assigned to the woman. But I bet there's a lot of guys out there that are doing it in their households. And then same thing, you know, on the male side. All I'm saying is that I would never want to be a trad wife and I more power to whatever the fuck you want to do with your life. Yeah, that's you. Could, could give two shits if you are one, <laughs> but I myself am going to continue to go on do the path you. that I am leading. I would be such a terrible trad wife. Being a Scorpio First of all, and I look being like me. He's a shit every day. <laughs> no, no, <you> don't. <laughs> I would talk back so often. I'd probably put, be put in timeout or like get grounded. Now, is that what you're talking about? Like yeah, you you're can't submissive. Mouth off? No, okay. you're submissive. Missive. No, That's no. The there would be a lot of domestics. There would be a lot of domestics. There would be a lot of domestics for me. There would. Oh my god, uh-uh. I can't. Okay, uh-uh. well, you guys, it's worth a lot of listening to the conversation. I will link Joe Piazza's Under the Influence podcast episode if you want to hear yeah. from Lex herself. Because I want to hear what listeners think of this conversation too. Because I maybe was, we have some trad wives listeners. You, I I want yeah, right in right in contact sure, at the sure. sister project are there, com. Yeah, are they you guys getting involved in any domestics? How's it going? <laughs> I'm sorry, I just need to ask. I don't know. I'm curious to hear what people think of that. Like what, how much of what she's saying is authentic. I felt like maybe she was withholding or not showing all of her cards fully and kind of playing into Mm. some things. I don't know. Yeah. Listeners, if you got any other intel on trad wives, if you are a trad wife, we want to hear from you. Write us in. You can email us always at contact at the sisterprojectblog.com. God, this boom, episode boom. is so much better than the one we originally recorded. That one was I, depressing. I knew we were going to be shelving that before you said anything. Oh, I could so was, glad. No, so yeah. glad. And now let's hear a word from our sponsor. Fun fact. Did you know that I actually hate filling my car up with gas? I don't. Seriously, you didn't know that? No. Oh my Lord. It's I'm a total avoider. I am the queen of running on empty. Running on empty. I actually have a friend <laughs> who I share the same disdain with over ex- and we exchange photos of our gas gauges when they're on E. Oh, that's an interesting text message. But Michelle, what is the point of your story? Ah, that's right. My point. Okay. I don't think I had one. Oh, yeah, I did. All right. <laughs> I will say since we're on the topic of automobiles, I actually love going to our local neighborhood auto repair shop for all of my maintenance, oil changes, digital inspections, the whole bit. The name of my spot is called Vapel Auto Repair, and it's right here in LaGrange Park. It's one of the most lovely, friendly, inviting places I have ever had my car serviced. Wow. Well, Vapel Auto sounds like a dream come true, but I need you to tell me a bit more about this digital inspections you speak of. I would love to. Digital inspections are super cool. This is where the mechanics take photos and videos of the areas specifically concerned within your vehicle so the customer can see exactly what's going on under the hood. Okay, I appreciate this so much because I don't have a clue what's going on underneath Yeah, (laughs) you and me both. Not only is Vapel Auto an independent, family-owned and operated auto repair shop, Vapel is a NAPA-approved auto care center. However, the part I love most about Vapel Auto is that you are actually invited to snuggle up in their cozy waiting room and sip on a hot beverage while you wait for your car's service to be completed. Doesn't that sound delightful? An auto shop that is cozy too? Oh my God, Vapel Auto sounds like my kind of auto repair shop. Listener, if you are local or live near the west suburbs of Chicago and in need of a reputable mechanic that cares about your car and your cozy, mindful well-being, then schedule an appointment at vapelauto.com or call 708 352 
8800. Ah. <laughs> and now, back to our cozy conversation. Okay, so let's cover what we are doing for for our own cozy mindful well-being. And I'm going to surprise, surprise. Michelle, Michelle, anyways, Michelle has an addiction problem. She needs to be sent away. She needs to go to TikTok rehab. <laughs> Michelle, I've turned people. into like a Tourette's thing. Like I'm singing it constantly. Okay, so okay, please explain to people why. So this is my cozy mindful well-being right now. Okay. My cozy mindful well-being is a little bit of the end of the day bed rotting with some TikTok scrolling. And I'm not like on my for you page seeing what's being served up. I am searching surprise surprise. Okay. And what appears is this woman. So are they making, is this a tick? Is this a gif? Is this it's a just TikTok? An image. It's just a okay. video that you can so, lay but, over other things. So what these TikTokers, this trend is, is there's a woman, her name is Scylla Black because I, or Scylla or Scylla yeah. Black. I looked her up and she's a British, she was a British singer and TV host. And she hosted a show called Surprise, Surprise, where she sings a whole song, <laughs> but on TikTok, all you're hearing is surprise, surprise. And, and she's in this like 1980s garb. It's like so 1980s, whatever. Well, people are laying this woman yes. over hilarious images. Anything. For an example, an empty roll of like the, the cardboard roll of toilet paper with like one scrap hanging down and then her singing surprise, surprise. Like you're just going in to take a big number two. Yes, surprise, and surprise. There's nothing there's there no for you. I sent one to Michelle last night. Crying. That was um, was Scylla Black standing in front of like the gates of heaven, oh, and on top of seen. it said like when people get to heaven and thought that Jesus was going to be white, and there she it is. actually Surprise. says when. <laughs> When oh you're are you talking about when she was in front of Jesus's tomb Either that way. he oh no or Lauren how about the one where she's standing in front of the gates of heaven what you were just saying when conservative Christians get to heaven and expect a white Jesus yeah. <laughs> he was he was brown <laughs> he was definitely a person of color yes surprise, yep. Michelle why don't you surprise. play it Michelle why don't you play let's it play for... it let's play it because it's some of the here it is here it is. So all night, Michelle watches this in bed, hooting and hollering. I mean, to the point where I'm muffling my my muffling my laugh into a pillow. Listen, I get it because the surprise, surprise lady, I actually share those TikToks with my friend Bridget back and forth. And it does brighten my day because people are so creative and lay her over surprises that you did not see coming. No, no. just Or that you know might be coming and surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. Run, don't walk, guys. If you're looking for a laugh, if you're looking to add a couple of years to your life, surprise, surprise. So my cozy, mindful well-being, I didn't prepare one. So I'm going to come out of the top of my Oh, are you winging right now? I'm going to wing this. Oh, guys, we're in for a surprise, surprise. Wow, that wasn't even planned. That was good chemistry right there. My cozy, mindful well-being. Let me think about this for one minute because, listen. Okay, I know what it is. I just came up with it. You guys, listen, my birthday was a couple weeks ago. I'm 41 and I'm feeling fun. I'm feeling fun. When you said that to the waitress yesterday. I'm 41 and feeling fun. And what does that mean to me? That means that my 41st year of life, I'm going to have some fun. Maybe I'll do some things that like I didn't expect to do. I'm going to commit to things. I want, I'm going to also check things off my bucket list. Like I need to have a book club with some of my friends. There's things I need to take this one trip with another friend. So 41 and feeling fun. That is my cozy mindful. I'm leaning into the fun. I'm fun as fuck no matter what. Oh, yeah, funny. You're faff. You're faff. Um, yeah, fuck. Oh, faff. I acronym. thought you were saying faff. Oh, oh, at first I was like, does she think I'm saying fat? Like, no, I'm no, 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 no. I'm not. <laughs> and you know what? I'm I'm happy in the skin I'm in. I will tell you that. The other day I was getting naked to take a bath. And really I said like, to myself, yeah, back. as back I was bush. taking a bath, as I was getting naked, I was going saying to myself, my body's beautiful. I have a beautiful body. I love my body. I looked down at it and I saw that things look different than they do sometimes. And I said, I love my body. That's so interesting because at my 40, almost six-year-old self, I'm getting naked. I'm looking down and I'm thinking, 
surprise, surprise. <laughs> Didn't see that coming like yesterday. And to that, folks, I say, see? wait, 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 by the way, what did you see? <laughs> just a pooch, just like a pooch that just yeah, wasn't nothing. there. Surprise, surprise. You guys literally surprise, listen, surprise love the skin you're in. And as always, stay cozy, friends. This episode is supported by our friends at The Upbeat Life, a smoothie shop where quality ingredients are most important. The Upbeat Life is all about keeping it real. And they use everything from organic fruits and veggies to superfoods like spirulina and manuka honey. Don't want a smoothie? Try an acai bowl. They are made with no added sugar and you can choose from unlimited toppings such as a vegan and keto granola, organic fruit, shredded coconut, dark chocolate, goji berries, and more. Personally, I'm a smoothie girl myself. The blue banana gives me all the protein my body craves after a good workout and it achieves high marks for flavor. It is my current addiction. If you too are looking to pick up a new habit that's actually good for you, swing by the Upbeat Life, where they'll feed your body and your soul the good stuff. And when you do, be sure to tell them the Sister Project sent you and use our code, BEATTHECROWD, for 10% off of your next order. For more information on the Upbeat Life, head to the link in our show notes. Thank you for joining us for today's cozy conversation. For more of The Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at at the sister Proj, and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time, stay cozy. Mm-hmm.